This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. Coming to you from Bud Walton Arena, Basketball Palace in Mid-America. Arkansas losing 73-66 to number 10 Kentucky in a game that they, they could have won. Maybe on another night they could have won. They just didn't have the A game that Eric Musselman was talking about that they would have to have for this one. And, I mean, that's what it came down to. I mean, some guys like, you know, Jimmy Witt, Isaiah Joe, guys you needed better games from, you just didn't get that. Now, these teams play 10 times. Arkansas might get them three times. But I just think what ultimately happened, we can talk about they should have done this or they should have done that. What ultimately happened is the better roster won tonight. I mean, Arkansas is a good team because they have a lot of heart, as I was saying in a tweet earlier. They're well coached. But there's a reason you recruit tall players to play basketball. So that's that's obviously a, a big issue for Arkansas. They just they just don't have the size. I mean, Kentucky's got seven players who are six seven or better, and then you've got, you know, Montgomery and Richards and Sestina, you know, and those last two guys are Montgomery, I guess, and uh, Sestina, I think that I'm saying that right. Sestina, Sestina, maybe. Um, those two guys, this guy might hit me. Those two guys, that was, that guy was coming hot. So anyway, those two guys just, just really shut Jimmy Witt down. I mean, we all kind of knew, you know, with that mid-range gains that he's got, you know, if you're playing against taller players, it, it, it's just going to make it a lot more difficult. I think Witt ended with like 14 points. It's a little bit misleading, a lot of it late eight of it on free throws, you know, just the shot wasn't falling. And then when you take away Jimmy Witt and, you know, Isaiah Joe, and his numbers are probably misleading too. He had 13 points, but he had two early threes. And then he scored some late, but really in the middle, in between, there just wasn't any production from from, uh, Isaiah Joe. So that was obviously unfortunate for Arkansas. And then, you know, Mason played okay. I mean, that was like really the offense. If it's not Mason, then, you know, I'm not sure what else you could really rely on for your offense consistently. So there was a lot of, you know, just isolation from him. And he didn't shoot particularly well. I mean, he missed four early free throws. And for a guy that's, you know, 91% on the year, you definitely need him to be knocking down his free throws. I mean, it ended up being a close game, and and those obviously mattered quite a bit. Uh, I thought it was interesting Kenny Payne was talking and the assistant coach who replaced John Calipari. Now we got to talk about this moment. That literally, that 814 mark was literally the loudest I think I have ever heard Bud Walton Arena. At least since 99. Those of you who are a little bit older might remember 1999. Auburn had a, Auburn was never really good in basketball, obviously, but 99 they had a really good team. They brought in this guy named Chris Porter who ended up getting SEC Player of the Year out of junior college. And he was a really good player, and Arkansas put it like 108 points on him. And that place was insanely loud. And that is probably the last moment I can point to where I, it was just like crazy loud like that. And when John Calipari got ejected from this game, I mean, it was insane, insanely loud. 
you know, players are on Kentucky are holding their ears and stuff. It's so loud. I can't imagine being floor level with all that raining down on you. So uh, wild environment, but unfortunately this was the turning point of the game. I mean, that's when, when everything changed. You, it was Kentucky outscored Arkansas the last 733. So after you had the, uh, the, the four free throws from Mason Jones, I think he missed one of those. Um, after you had those four free throws, then it was 29-19 the, the last 7:33, including a 15-0 run over a span of like, I think, so it's like 17-2 run total after that. Arkansas scored pretty quick there, but like right after that, it was 15-2. It's like over a span of like four minutes and 51 seconds, something like that. And that was just, you know, that, that's when, like, you know, we talk about it in football, the best teams, when the fourth quarter comes, you know, that's, that's when the best team really shines. And I think that's, that's just what we saw here. Arkansas's lack of height, you know, finally, finally got them in this one. You know, they've used it to an advantage at some times, but Kentucky's just such a talented team. And that's what I think, you know, and, and that's not to slight this team. And again, it's important to, to live in the moment and enjoy this team because they're going to win a lot of games still this year. They are. But when you look forward, you know, when you get some of these sit one guys eligible, some of the guys coming in and you get some more height, continue to build talent. Because really, I mean, Arkansas has seven players that they're comfortable playing out there, and that's just not enough. And Kentucky will play nine. As I mentioned, you know, seven of them are six, seven or better. So just a huge difference in height. Just a huge difference in height. So didn't have their A game. You know, Jimmy Witt wasn't there, and, th and that's expected again. I mean, that was a, a smart move by them to put a 6'10 guy on Jimmy Witt. I mean, you know he's going to shoot, you know, right around the key, just inside the key, so it, it's not a big deal. It's not, it's not a guy taking three-point shots and stuff. But I don't know. Arkansas had some moments. There was definitely some momentum swings. Man, when they really – when they came back there, and I wonder if Cal got himself ejected on purpose. I mean, probably half emotion, half on purpose, maybe. I don't, I don't really know, but that was a turning point of the game. There's no question about it. I thought the fans and the atmosphere were fantastic. I, I hope we get to see another game or games like that in Bud Walton Arena this year. But that was, uh, that was you know, you talk about games that are sellouts and, uh, and things like that, but like literally it seemed like every seat was full and in the entire second half, nobody was sitting, except for the recruits who, you know, the recruits are always a little confused over the hog call and, you know, what's going on and stuff. So, you know, a lot of the recruits are sitting down. Of course, the media is sitting down because there's no cheering in that media section. But aside from that, everyone was on their feet the entire second half until about five minutes left. About five minutes left, that's when, when everything changed in this one. So, um, what else? What else is there to talk about? I think I pretty much covered. I feel like I did. I mean, the rebounding, Arkansas actually rebounded with them in the second half. I mean, it was 20 to 19 in favor of Kentucky. That's not bad for a team that's that much taller than Arkansas is. But when you look at the whole scope of it, it was like 47 to 29. I mean, Arkansas only had 10 rebounds in the first half, which is insane. So, yeah, I'm not going to win many games like that, but I still like what Arkansas does. You can tell they have a lot of heart and a lot of fight. They believe in their coach. I'll tell you what, that was about as – I don't know what the word is to describe Eric Musselman in the post game because he just was not happy. I mean, he wasn't happy. <laughs> Obviously, they lost, but um, 
he just kind of seemed a little bit frustrated, down. I don't know. I don't know if there's a real exact word to describe, you know, how he came off in the post game. Um, but I, I will say this from the players, I really like the the way Jimmy Witt and Mason Jones were talking about, you know, not losing back-to-back -back games, how important that is. They got a big one on the road at Mississippi State coming up next, so it's a road game. You don't want to lose back-to-back -back games. That's kind of the mantra of this team. SEC road games are difficult, obviously. I don't know what Mississippi State did today. The last I looked, they were one and three in SEC play. I think they started off nine and three overall and were 10 and six last I checked. So I don't know what they did today. But you've got that one on, on Wednesday, I think. I believe it's Wednesday. And then Saturday, you've got TCU. So you step out for the Big 12 SEC showcase, challenge, whatever they're calling it. Um, but it was a missed opportunity for Arkansas to get into the top 25. They beat Kentucky today, they're in the top 25. They're the 28th team receiving votes. So I don't know, this has always seemed to happen the last several years. Anytime Arkansas has got kind of a good team, it seems like they get right up to the point of getting into the top 25 and something happens where they get bounced out. Um, so I'm not saying that they can't get in there. There's a lot of games to play still, a lot of games. I think we'll see another great environment in Bud Walton Arena again. I mean, if you're a fan and you went to that game, it was fun. I mean, even though there were times, I mean, after the first half, you're down, what, like nine going into the half. Um, you know, I, I just I just thought it was a fantastic environment and, you know, kind of reminds you of how things used to be back in the 90s, back when I was a student here, uh, when, you know, it was just, there was no question that the arena was going to be packed. There was no question that it would be full back then. And um, I don't know. Uh, you, you'd like to think that maybe you can get to a point at Arkansas where it doesn't take a game against Kentucky to sell out this arena. So, good news on the football front, a couple of commitments broken during the game, like right before tip. I was like, I told Danny, I was like, hey, enjoy riding this. Uh, man, why do people put those on their cars? I mean, that's just a, that's just a, like a crappy little blue truck with these echo tips on it. Is that what you call them? Glass packs? Anyway, so yeah, I was just telling Danny, you know, I hope you enjoy right before tip off at the Kentucky game writing a recruit story. That's, I mean, we, we love what we do, but man, when recruits are like, I'm gonna announce on Christmas day or I'm gonna announce on uh, 4th of July or something, that just means a guy like Danny has to work. And then uh, right, I believe, towards the end of the game, um, they had an, uh, another another commitment, so you got to do it during a quiet time. You got to you got to get out of the news cycle, so more people recognize it and stuff. But anyway, that's two big commitments uh, for Arkansas out of the weekend. I mean, I say big, but it's it's good to get the ball rolling. I mean, here it is Saturday. You've got 13 recruits in town um, and a couple of commitments. I think I'll say this also. I think Arkansas is going to end up getting Felipe Franks. I think that's going to happen, and. I've heard people with all kinds of different opinions on it, like, you know, he, I don't think he's, I don't think he's that good. I mean, he was doing, he was playing pretty well at Florida. I mean, he may not have been playing as well as Trask, but he was playing pretty well at Florida um, before his injury. And, but I've, I've just heard people talk about, like, you know, ah, I think we can get a, you know, get better quarterbacks and stuff. Like, I don't want to say beggars can't be choosers, but. I mean, we're talking about Arkansas was a two-win team last year, okay? 
Felipe Franks is going to be an upgrade in the quarterback room. I mean, he just is. I don't think you know, they're not getting Derek King, but uh, Felipe Franks can be a uh, he can be an upgrade. And I, th I guess they'll be able to get him in the spring if he's. I don't know how that's going to work out. I guess he'd have to be enrolled already, or maybe they can get some kind of waiver work around. I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Anyway, Arkansas losing 73-66. I don't think people should be down on this team because they lost to Kentucky. I mean, they, the bottom line is they, they ran into a more talented roster. That's the bottom line. I thought they showed a lot of fight. They didn't have their A game. The shots weren't falling. They weren't getting it done at the free throw line. Kentucky's just a better team. They're taller. Like I said at the beginning, there's a reason you recruit tall players to play for you. And we can act like it's an advantage having the five-guard lineup out there, but there's a cost to everything. I mean, it's like when, again, I throw it back to football, but in football when people say, yeah, you know, he's not as big, but he makes up for it with speed. But no, it doesn't mean there's no cost at that. It doesn't mean it's just like even Steven, right? So anyway, we'll be back on a walk and talk. I haven't done a whole lot of basketball ones. I think this is just my second one, but we'll, we'll pick it up a little bit. The coaching search took a lot of my time. I want to thank everybody for joining me. I had so many people today tell me that they enjoy the walk and talk, people asking me to do the walk and talk. So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll continue. I guess I'll do one today. Um, but I really appreciate everybody watching and making this so popular. Um, thanks to all of you. So this has been Trey Biddy, outside of Bud Walton Arena, Arkansas, losing to Kentucky, 73-66. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.